Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, you can see it on your end. All right, so what is up, Thunder fans? It is another game recap from your favorite and your so oh so darling OKC Topic Thunder crew. Today, I am joined by the one, the only Texan in the group. Um, yes, he is a certified Texan now. Um, he's had enough Tex-Mex to fill his gullet. Um, Matty Stinkin' Moles, that is not his middle name. It's just what I call him. How you doing, Matty? I literally just took a shower like an hour ago. So um, <laughs> I'm not stinking as of like this minute. Give it a little bit, though. It is actually kind of warm in spurts still down here. Uh, I don't know if the rest of y'all – know what that's like but we still get to wear shorts down here that's a thing i certified texan i do have some of the some of that quote-unquote texas stink on me but i'm always an oklahoman at heart first 19 years of my life there so that's that's a lot i still throw the horns down with the best of them but yeah uh working man's pod which means i'm not drinking which is a rarity i uh I'm here with Champagne Jerry, so like we all, you know, we know how crunk it can get on here. Yep. But I did make an Italian soda uh, to to get me through this thing, so I kind of got that. That's a nice consolation prize if I can't like pound White Claw in the middle. <laughs> oh man, those late night pods are really nice. Drink it away and then pass so nice. out. Um, yep. No, so. Uh, you know, we, we haven't got to record over the last couple of days. Um, I know me personally, I'm buying a house right now, guys. And this is the absolute hardest thing that I've ever had to do in my life. And at the same time, the easiest, but it's super duper stressful. So just a word of advice to anybody that ever looks to buy a house in the future, just take it as it comes. Don't think too far ahead. Enjoy the yeses, the noes, the questions just get through them as they come don't think too hard because then you'll end up like me with sleepless nights waking up at four in the morning crying because you're just not sure if you deserve the house of your dreams so uh, i've been out um you know send positive vibes to the the hunsinger family still um they've yeah. been you know still going through their um through through what they have going on with their newborn son, um, Nova. Shout out to Nova here. Um, and of course, you know, the rest of us, we're, we're, we're closing out year end at our jobs for the for a bunch of us. So I know for me, I don't know if it's like what it's like for you, Maddie, but I am finishing up reviews for the new year. I'm having to type up new plans for the next year and still be able to go deliver them all to everybody. So it's been a lot of moving parts in my world. Um, so Topic Thunder fans, we'll get a little bit better as everything settles down um, in our lives. Just bear with us here. You might get two games in one. You might get three games in one, but we're working on it. 
so just keep on listening. We'll keep on putting out the good times. Uh, so let's just get right into it. You know, we, yeah. we played a game over the weekend on Saturday against the Magic, um, second game against them in less than a week. Uh, we come out and we actually put a little bit of a beat down on them in, in Thunder terms this year. Um, you know, really locked them up that fourth quarter. It was very reminiscent of last year and watching our team sort of just, you know, if, if, if we were facing a deficit, we were able to cinch it up with that great defense and doing what we needed to do. And if we were ahead, well, we made sure we stayed ahead by making smart plays and taking the good shots that we needed to take and not rushing anything. And I got a lot of those vibes in that magic game. Um, I don't know if it was because they heard the 4,000 fans that were sparsely spread out in that arena um, the whole time. And I think about half of them were Thunder fans based on Twitter um, or, or what it was. But um, I, I got some consolation out of it knowing that we played them within the week, Maddie, and then we turned around and were able to beat them. And there were some adjustments there most definitely. Um, a little bit more focus on um, – why do I always get this guy's name wrong? It, it's, it's Vucevic, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we did a little bit more on him. We got lit up by Terrence Ross at times, which he was nowhere to be found that first game. Uh, pretty much Aaron Gordon didn't do anything, um, you know, what you expect him to do. Uh, Fournier was shut down. We just did really, really good across the board and made those adjustments. Um, and then we made free throws that game. Um, I don't know after that one game where we went, I think it was five for 15 from the line. (laughs) We turned around and went 15 for 16, I believe was the final um, tally mark on free throws for that magic game. And uh, that was good to see, you know, to see that our team saw a need for, you know, we had an opportunity and we turned it into a success. Um, and that just made me a little happier. Uh, I mean, what was sort of your takeaways from that game? Yeah, so, I mean, we went 10 for 19 the first, the first go-round from the, from the line, and then 19 of 21 the second. So, like, that right there alone is going to help close that gap. We lost by 11 in the first game. We won by nine in the second game. Nine points, you know, is a the difference there at the free throw line alone. 13 of 41 from three in the game that we um, that we won. 11 of 34 from three, so still pretty consistent there. Um, we're, we're shooting a ton of three-pointers. What I like, even in losses, is that we are staying consistent, having ball movement, trying to get the ball to the open guy. And sometimes the open guy is making the shot. Sometimes he's not, but they're really buying into the system kind of regardless of the result as of right now. And that's very promising to see for a young team. So I really like that. The interesting thing is like you try to get a beat on what our rotation's going to be, <laughs> you know, everybody in the, in the loss, uh, but Miller and Brown uh, played yeah. in the win. You know, it got much shorter. There were, there were less guys that, that, uh, that played in that one. Jackson, Roby, and Hall also didn't play alongside Miller and Brown. 
in that game that we beat the Magic. So it's almost like we learned a few things. We made some adjustments. And then we really shrunk down our rotation. It's, it's really, you know, it was a game, right? Yeah. It, was, it was definitely a game into the fourth quarter in the game that we won. And then we were able to extend it out and win. Uh, in the game that we won, Shea played 35 minutes. Horford and Hill both played 28 minutes. Dort 30 and Baisley 32. In the game that we lost, you know, it, it was much, much more spread out amongst the rest of the players on our bench. Um, the, the game that we lost, we didn't have Horford. Uh, we didn't have Hill available yeah. in that game as well. So, like, those veterans can really help close out a game when it's close, and that's exactly what we saw. So, really good adjustments there. It's nice to get all of our guys in the rotation. It's also really nice to keep some of those guys out in games because we don't necessarily want to win every game. We want to give our young guys a chance to step up and develop. And that's exactly what we're seeing, um, you know, with, with our team going from game to game. I really do like the run that, say, Dort is getting and his ability to, to kind of have a green light and to be able to pump fake at the three-point line and drive in and be a creator for himself or be a creator for others, really draw some fouls, get to the free throw line too. He's Dort is sneakily being like our most efficient player outside of George Hill. Oh, I was going to say, well, if you look at it, Dort has been super duper efficient. Right. And I think with me personally, you mentioned a couple of things, you know, getting ran off the three-point line and making the right decision whenever he does put the ball on the floor. Now, granted, he's he's made some mistakes. I mean, let's just call it what it is. He most definitely has. But to watch his growth from a guy that was undrafted completely <laughs> and go straight to, hey, I'm definitely a guy in this league and I'm well-respected. Um, they respect my shot, even though it touches the rafters every single time um is is really really nice i think the the most impressive thing for me personally at least was we finally got to see Baisley make a jump this year right and when i say a jump a complete game where it wasn't just a lot of flashes in the pan he was just stupid consistent throughout um you know he led the team in scoring i think he led the team in rebounding he had like his second yeah. ever double double i think um which or maybe that was his third. Uh, I can't keep up, but he's, he's putting together more complete games. Um, and then watching Shay, you know, he, how do I say this? He looks like somebody that's in control this year versus what we saw last year at a lot of the times. I think he relied on, Chris Paul and some of the other veterans that we had for that control and to sort of keep things calm. But now he's able to do that himself. And you saw that with that magic game. I mean, he was picking his spots. He was making sure that he was taking stupid, you know, efficient, um, you know, good looking shots. Granted he did shoot bad from the three point line. He was two for nine. You know, do I like that? He shot nine threes over 17 shots personally. no, Right. But that's part of him growing and developing and gaining confidence in that shot that he's going to end up needing to take maybe not today, 
or tomorrow or this season. But as we roll into next season and going forward, it's definitely going to pay itself and, you know, pay the dividends there. Um, the other thing that I really liked about this magic game was Theo, Theo, Theo. Um, he is. Theo, Theo, Theo. Yeah. Whatever. We're all going to say this wrong until he finally corrects us all. Um, but he's, he's coming into his own kind of, you know, we saw some flashes in the preseason he definitely showed up that magic game and does some really, really nice things. Um, and, you know, it, it was a good game. It was a good game. I, my big thing that I wanted to just take away from this one um, against the magic is we played them twice in a week. We made the adjustments the second go around and we got the W and not only did we get the W we held them like 15 points underneath their scoring average for the season at that point in time, which is pretty good. Um, to hold, you know, to shave 15 points off of a squad. Um, going into yesterday, though, um, we did play the Heat. I'm sure everybody saw those god awful um, city. Oh, I love jerseys. Oh. oh my god, they're beautiful. The <laughs> the the uniform and the court combo last night for the Heat. Mwah. I loved it. I was all about it. If I was a Heat fan, I would be like, I need one of every player of that jersey in my life it was just beautiful they're nice i just would have liked i think the floor is the better part out of the two if i'm gonna say you know have my opinion out there the floor is definitely really really stinking cool um but hey we, we played the heat we kept it pretty close the first two quarters um especially after just like not really starting out too hot. I think we got down 11 pretty quick there in the first. Um, and it equated to them making everything and us making nothing um, is what it ended up boiling down to. And we sort of weathered the storm there and kept it going and kept fighting. And at halftime, I think, oh, I think we were tied or down one. I, it's not hitting me in the face right now. I think we were down one. Um, when? Last night against the Heat. At one point, we were down by one, yes. Okay, I think that was, that was at halftime. Um, about four or five minutes into the third quarter, you know, it's sort of just back and forth, back and forth, and then we could not buy a bucket to save our life. Um, it was one of those games – Oh, who did we lose to by 30 just not too long ago? Oh, it, it, it was definitely felt like that Pelicans game, you know, from last week yeah. to where we, we were making the right decisions for most part, but the, the shots weren't falling behind it. There's just, there was a lid on the stinking rim. Um, I know last night for me, I really, 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 really loved uh, Shay's decision-making. Um, that first half, he was picking his spots. He was getting out in transition. He put somebody on skates. I can't remember who it was, but he put them on straight skates and had them just dance all over themselves. Um, I think it was Bam. I believe it was Bam or Kelly Olenek, one of the two. Um, he, you know, shot very, very well that first half. And then the second half, he just, he couldn't buy a bucket. He only scored three points in that second half. You know, he had 15 to go into half and then ended up with 18 points. Um, we saw another breakout Darius game. You know, this guy scored, I think, eight straight points for us. 
um, at a point in the third quarter before the wheels fell off um, is what he had done. I think we got back within two with his little run that he had by himself, two threes, and then uh, he took it to the rim. Uh, he's, he's really growing. Like, like I thought that after the, the Orlando game and even in, in previous games, but after yesterday, like he's getting that confidence that you want a young guy to have, like, I will own you and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I don't care how many, how many years you've been in the league, you're not going to stop me. And he had a tough task, you know, having to guard Jimmy Butler too. Um, for most of the night, if I'm remembering right, he was out on Jimmy Butler and um, then he, you know, he, he guarded a little bit of everybody, but predominantly he was on Jimmy um, watching him be able to switch positions, you know, with whoever he was guarding, being the, I call him the hinge man, you know, the guy that can literally switch any screen, doesn't matter. You just call it out and let it happen. Um, another, you know, pretty good game from, from, uh, from uh, Diallo. He did pretty good. Uh, scored some points, rebounds like hell has probably the the most energy on our team and it shows every single game. Uh, we saw Darius Miller sighting last night. Um, I don't know if you caught that, but uh, I was like, who in the hell is this guy? Who's number 12? I and mean, why is he wearing number 12? Because I want to talk to the manager about this. Um, but he played a little bit, which was pretty cool to see, you know, just from him, from a player perspective, working back from that ACL injury, going to Germany and then making it back over here was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was, we lost. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to put lipstick on a pig, um, but we lost. What, what, what do you think about? Um, yeah. So to clear up a few things, we were down by 14 going into half, but uh, on the back of uh, uh, several threes, Dort three to start the half. We had Hill hit one, and then Baisley did go on his eight-point run. That cut it from a 14-point deficit and, and brought us to within four uh, with two free throws by Baisley, so 63 to 67. And then, like you said, the wheels definitely fell off. The heat got hot. That's there's no other way to really put it. They were kind of hitting everything. Uh, Jimmy Butler decided to take over the game a bit. And then Kelly Olenek just three pointer after three pointer after three pointer. He had three threes in a matter of like two minutes of, or a minute and a half of play. Um, Can I just say real quick, I say this all the time. I hate Kelly Olenek. There you go. Sorry. I mean, he's another, he's another type of Muscala, right? I mean, him and Muscala are very similar type of players. So they're, they're guys that can play in the pick and pop game. They can space, uh, Olenek, he can, he's a bucket, you know, from three kind of anywhere behind the line. He's not, you know, like a Tucker regulated to the, uh, to the corner and, and, and just like, there you go. The guy can hit from everywhere. And that's really what we saw happen in the third. So they, they ended up outscoring us in the third quarter by 11, tacked that on to the 14-point deficit that we faced coming out of half, and there's the ball game. We, didn't, we don't really have the makeup of a team that can come back from a 20-plus point 
deficit like last year. So very, very tough uh, in that second half for sure. But there were some nice uh, points that we can take out from it. Darius Baisley played incredible. Three of five from three. No hesitation on shooting on when he should shoot. Dort, two of four from three. Yes, Shea, you know, he didn't have a great second half. And this is what we're going to see a lot in this season. Shea's going to come out and it's going to be pretty good in the first half. But as we rely more and more on him, his efficiency is going to go down because he's handling the ball a lot more. There's going to be more opportunities for turnovers. There's more of a scoring emphasis for him to try to keep up with other teams, especially when they get hot. And that's just some of the growing pains we got to go through. This is the first time the guy's actually been, no kidding, relied upon to be the, the focal point of the offense since he's been drafted. Really, he wasn't even that at Kentucky a lot of the time because there, there were other guys that could be the focal point. So this is kind of the first opportunity he's had in his adult life to really, no kidding, be the guy. So it's going to take some growing pains there. I'm, I'm sure Dylan might have a hot take or two, but I think he, can, I think he absolutely can grow into that. Yeah. We just have to give him the ability to. And, and honestly, like this team, as constructed from the top down and all of management, is completely on board with operation player development. If Poku wasn't out with a concussion, I'm sure he would have got 17 minutes in this game. Oh, easily. So, easily. So, I mean, if we're, if we're allowing guys like him to come in, like Poku to come in and really struggle, the guy's one of the worst three-point shooters in the game right now, and he's still shooting like something like five threes a game or something. Yeah. Um, like, that's fine. We, we've got the, uh, the atmosphere and the ability completely to let Shea grow into his position. Guys that are going outside of what we thought are Baisley and Dort. And that's, very, that's a welcome thing. And I think that we definitely need to cultivate that, you know, and we welcome losses while we do that. It's like we're still getting better. It's like we can't lose. It's a win-win situation. Our players get better. Our draft position, you know, our draft odds, I should say, gets better. And we just, we move forward. So I'm not really pessimistic about this loss. There's a lot to like. Oh, and, and, you know, that's one thing you, you were mentioning, Shay. I mean, every NBA game is a tale of two halves, right? And leave it up to Eric Spolstra to literally force him into every bad decision that he could do. Um, and, you know, we they gave up the three. He was like, listen, you're not going to let him drive. And they were giving him the space. And Shay was like, all right, well, I guess I'll shoot it. And it just didn't go the way that we wanted to. You know, overall – we put up a whopping 48 three-pointers, um, 48 three-pointers. Um, can't believe we're, we're that team now, you know, that's putting up that many shots. But it makes sense. You know, the league's going that way. We have guys that can do it. You know, if, if we're a hot, we're hot. Just this game, we weren't. Um, you know, the other thing that I was really encouraged by was – how do I say this? At times we had really, really good defensive um, runs at times. We were either getting steals, blocks, 
blocking out and getting the rebound for not having a quote unquote rim protector and still being able to do those things felt really, really, really good. At other times, I mean, we got totally lost on defense. You know, it was just Spolstra's system is, is one move and then three moves at the same exact time happening. And then you just pick your poison there. And unfortunately we were picking the easiest poison with them just getting dunks you know, on a lot of these buckets. So, um, you know, for what it's worth, like Maddie said, it's development, you know, it's, it's time to develop. It's time to, to learn and be better tomorrow than what we were today. And it's going to be tough, but we're going to get there, you know, as the season goes on. I think that I know I'm starting to fall in love with the team a little bit more, even with the results that I don't want, you know, I like to win. Um, but whenever we look back in a year or two years down the road and we're sitting there, you know, damn near carrying the Larry, Larry O'Brien back to OKC, it'll be worth it. It most definitely will be worth it. And I'm, and I'm saying two years just cause I'm being very homeristic and you know, being a uh, positive here uh, might take a little bit longer than that, but I'm, but I'm happy. Um, you know, there played- is a timeline where we could be, where we could be in that talk two years from now. Oh, for there sure. There's a timeline. For sure. There's a lot of moving uh, parts happening. Um, so right now, looking at it uh, on everybody's favorite website right now is tankathon.com. At least it's mine. I look at it several times a day. Uh, maybe a little less now that football season is over and we kind of know who's drafting where there, but I'm also a Broncos fan, so that was – that was of interest, but the, the Oklahoma city thunder right now are, they have the seventh best odds in the draft. If, if all the odds fell, if, if, if everything fell the way the odds are going, OKC would be the seventh pick in the draft. Um, Minnesota would be giving their pick to golden state and uh, Houston would be the 10th pick. So OKC would have two top 10 picks. And the Miami pick is 14 going to Houston there. So that is where we stand. And oh, by the way, as of this second, as of this second, Golden State would would be giving their first round pick to Oklahoma City because they would be the 21st pick in the draft. Top uh, top 20 protected. They're just a bit outside of that. And OKC would be getting that pick. So yeah, let's go Warriors. (laughs) Thank you, 62 by Steph Curry. Way to go. So they, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody that pissed Steph off just enough. Um, and the fact that they got Draymond back is helping too. Um, yeah, let's, let's just hope that they, uh, hope that they have a continued success throughout the rest of the season as I almost want to throw up in my mouth after saying that, but, um, we're rooting for you. Uh, you know, the, the other thing is we are ranked dead last um, in the standings in the West. So yay us, I think. Um, it feels so weird to say that also. Um, tied with uh, tied with Minnesota and San Antonio and Memphis and Denver. Yeah. Don't, two of those teams I don't see staying there. The others might, um, depending on what happens. John Morant's injury. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all rocking and rolling. 
the way that we want it to be, you know, to, to get Cade Cunningham or uh, Scruggs or Scuggs. Is it Scuggs? Scruggs? It's Suggs. Suggs, there we go. S-U-G-G-S. Sorry. Um, yeah. From so, Gonzaga, the guy's a monster. Yeah, that pass that I saw on Twitter yesterday was just absolutely filthy. Um, the English that he put on it from like 65 feet down the floor, one bounce. Uh, <laughs> that's just... I, what? And, and, and Evan Mobley is also... He's a big who can shoot. He can rim protect. He can rim run. He can handle the ball. Uh, the guy is kind of a do-it-all big. Yep. We could get him, you know, in the top three. Like, any of those three guys, we're going to be – we'll be Gucci. A-OK. We'll be well yeah, A-OK. So, um, you know, we we have a few games this week, um, and then we do play the uh, Nets to start our week off next week, but we play uh, the Pelicans down at the Smoothie King Center on Wednesday. Um, just – and, and then the Knicks on, you know, after that. So my prediction for the week is I want to go 0-2 um, just to ensure that the Knicks beat us and stay out of our lottery chances. Um, I do want to have a better showing um, against the Pelicans. Personally, I don't want to get throttled by 30 again. Um, I'll lose by one. That'll feel a little bit better. Um, but I'm hoping that we don't get throttled by 30. Uh, and – I mean, other than that, uh, looking into Sunday, KD probably has COVID again, so he may not be playing. It's really not as exciting as what it used to be just because of no Russ here um, or nobody here whenever he was here, I guess, playing for the team anymore, so it's not as fun. Um, so that will be cool. And then we, we have a home stretch finally, guys. So um, just stick it out with the team this week as they are on the road good thing for us too they're all early games so i like early games i like to be able to go to bed at a at a reasonable yes. time so um yeah we we play the pals i just don't want to get throttled let's go ahead and lose to the knicks even though i don't want to lose to the knicks but we need to lose to the knicks um by one what what do you think there well, we're going to get killed by New Orleans. And by the way, that team is really, really good. And that team is really, really fun to watch. Um, you know, we make fun of the Utah Jazz with their stat keeping of screen assists mm -hmm. just to kind of boost up Gobert. But that's a thing. And Steven Adams and Brandon Ingram are really, really good at that he's able to get ingram just enough space to get the shot off whenever he wants it so that's that's really fun to watch i am pulling for new orleans because i want to see that franchise do well i just hope that by the time we're ready to do well they maybe aren't but they're really young and their guys are going to be in the prime right when our window quote unquote is going to open so that's going to be fun we're yeah. still going to have to deal with Memphis too. So I think like those are the three teams to keep an eye on in the West. But as of right now, New Orleans, like their competition window is officially open. Yeah. Two stars four, and a lot of really good role players. So yeah. that's fun. We're probably going to lose. That's okay. We get to watch Steven Adams again. Uh, my wife uh, was watching that first game and she's like, he looks really weird in red. And I was like, yep, <laughs> but that's, that's just where we're at. Yeah. At New York, 
New York has won four of their last five. They're trying to win five of their last six. The last time they've done that is 2017. Wow. This team is different, and they're, they're just kind of playing together. It's an actual team. Julius Randle is playing out of his mind. He's playing like an all-star right now. Yep. So that, the guy is, I mean, you know, more Kentucky love, I guess. But, like, that guy is balling out. Things are going pretty good for the Knicks. Maybe they're winning way more games than they would want to. They kind of started, I think they started oh, and uh, and 4 and they've won four of their last five. So they're, yeah. you know, like right there. But New York, uh, that might be a loss, especially the, the fourth game of a road trip. Yeah. They're heading out to the East Coast, going from Florida up to New York. That's, that's not really um, – or Florida to New Orleans to New York. In a matter of just a couple of days, it's not a lot of fun, especially like when you can't go see the sights and all that. So whatever. Yeah. But and then at Brooklyn, you know, just like right down the road. Yes, they're probably not going to have KD, but Karis Levert and uh, and Kyrie Irving are still got to be reckoned with, and they have other means to be able to produce. Maybe this is a game that we can showcase a George Hill and say, hey, like this is a guy that you're missing. Maybe come trade for this guy. Who yeah. knows? But that's that's kind of what my hopes are for that. We're probably going to go zero and three during that stretch. Have some good basketball along the way. Maybe we get a game against the Knicks, but I'm not counting on it right now. But it's it should still be fun. Yeah, something I've maybe, to mention. Maybe maybe go maybe ahead. by then we'll get Pokey back. What's up? There we go. Yeah, yeah. We we need him back. That dang concussion, but. Uh, remember, Thunder fans, look for New Orleans uh, in the Knicks jersey. Whenever we go play them, go ahead and show him some love like we normally would. Um, and let's hope that he wants to come back because I'm hearing it's not going too well up there. So um, let's hope that maybe he'll want to come back to a very professional and family-oriented organization that is the Oklahoma City Thunder um, after this contract runs up uh, after this year. So, um, no, we got some basketball ahead of us. We had some behind us, you know, the results that we, we didn't want, but we all got to accept right now. Um, let's just keep hoping for growth development, watching this team gel even better together. Um, and then of course, keep supporting them guys. Don't get too negative out there on the Twitter world. Mike Piscala's dad might say something to you. Um, and you don't want that to happen because it's very confusing. Um, but other than that, Maddie, what do you have in closing for the, for the fans? Look there, the tank that we're in is huge. And there are plenty of people that can hop on board the tank train. Like let, let's go. We are all in it and it's fine. Like, look, the players are competing. They're trying to win. The coaches are competing. They're trying to win while also developing the players, right? They have a bigger viewpoint than the, just the next game bigger viewpoint than this season it's how can we prepare these guys to have the best careers possible and to put our team on the best track to be competitive as fans we're very reactionary very knee-jerk it's not it's not comfortable right we haven't been in this position since we started like four and 29 or whatever three and 29 our first season in Oklahoma City like I get it It's not fun, but here's the thing. Like this team is actually kind of fun to watch. Even when we're getting the doors blown off by 30, 
because we have guys that are developing. You're seeing Dort, you're seeing Baisley, you're seeing Shea, seeing these guys take steps forward. And, and so there's, there's a lot to be excited about. So let's just let's have as much fun with the season as we can. Keep your memes hot and ready in case of a win because we got to show out like Thunder Twitter does. <laughs> and let's just kind of let's let's just enjoy basketball. I get to enjoy Steph Curry going off for 62 because I don't have to have expectations of the Thunder winning a title or hopefully advancing in the playoffs. I get to enjoy LeBron James. I get to enjoy Dame Lillard. I get to enjoy all of these crazy awesome talents because we're not competing with them we're competing with we're competing with charlotte and by the way pj washington's balling out like you get to just enjoy basketball and enjoy these guys so do that enjoy the game fall in love with the game and falling in love with the team will come kind of come alongside that that's my parting thoughts amen to that all right thunder fans well hey it's tuesday i want you guys to have a wonderful week We'll probably check in with you guys at the end of the week together. Um, interact with us at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter. Leave us Twitter questions. Leave us reviews on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, the whole nine yards. Um, and other than that, just always remember to thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up!
Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.